We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Attention, terrorists. Hold on. Here's Tara's Daily Rant. Well, this is fascinating. This is fascinatingly. Okay, what's that? Okay, so your high school, I'm betting, had jocks, popular kids, cheerleaders, nerds. Do you have all that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, when they polled the American public, this new poll came out, 8% of Americans say their school didn't have clicks. That would have been so cool to go to a school without clicks. Like, yeah. what was that like? Or where was yeah. that? Yeah, exactly. I don't know anybody who went to a school like that, but it would have been neat. I think they were homeschooled. That's what I was going to say. There's only like three of them. Um, but, but yeah, um, but when people were asked which clique they were part of, the most common answer was, I wasn't in a clique. That was me. I just had like normal kid friends. Yeah. Um, so we weren't popular. We weren't unpopular. We just, just kind of on the, you know, whatever. Um, 22%, uh, the most common answer was I wasn't in a clique with 22% of the vote, followed by loners, 14%. So that's a lot. That's, um, you know, a, a, a whopping 36% of people who just never quite, you know, were in one of those cliques. But that right. means everybody else was. So anyway, as far as the ones, you know, people who said they were in cliques, jocks was only ranked fourth. The most common was loners, band or choir kids, popular kids, jocks, nerds, stoners. This is in, in order. Rebels, overachievers, hippies, and artsy kids. Yeah, all that sounds like my old high school. Of course, I was going to the high school in the 70s, so. Yeah. So uh, what were you? I'm just curious. You know, I, I sort of went across the board because I, I, I was involved in sports, but I wasn't in football. I, I ran track and I, I did that. And, but then I also was um, in the theater group um, that, um, and, and did some stuff my entire time through high school there. Um, and that, that was pretty much, so I, I sort of much, you know, was able to, to negotiate through all of those. I really didn't fit in anywhere. I just sort of uh, moved throughout the groups there, sort of in the nerds too, I guess. Yeah, doing sports helps a lot because yeah. you get to go start your practices in a lot of sports like in the summer before school right. starts. So that the first day through that door, you already know people pretty well. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, but well, anyway, I already this... knew everybody anyway. I mean, I, I yeah, went that's... to the same school system from from day one through my, my high school graduation, and you know, always lived in a small town in Anderson County. So, you know, I I already knew everybody anyway. After first grade, it really didn't matter. Yeah, I you know, I went to I I kind of was in that too. It was like a small town. It was a Catholic school in yeah. Charlotte. So, mm-hmm. but that I mean, it's totally a small town. You see, go to the same church. There was 128 people yeah. in my graduating class. You know what I craved so much. And I swore I wasn't going to put my kids in a small school like that. Anonymity. Because mm-hmm. everybody was in everybody else's business. Oh, yeah. Everybody. Yeah. Knew, parents knew everybody else's parents. And it, it was like growing up in a small southern town. Yeah. So even though I lived in a, a fair-sized city, I had that experience. And I said, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give my kids anonymity. You know, you go to a big high school, guess what? If, if you fall out with the goths, you know, you can go find some... Uh, I don't know, rebels, yeah. stoners, pretty much, yeah. maybe some nerds. Yeah. Those are the groups here. Here's what's interesting to me about this, though. It's the second part of this. I was talking about this earlier. People under 45 were more likely, to, much more likely to say their school um, did not have jocks, popular kids, or cheerleader cliques. Like, that's not even a thing. Um, they said the big groups in their schools were emo kids, yeah. goths, and skaters. Yeah, that's yeah more recent, yeah. Okay, I, I went, I, what? I escaped that, so. Yeah, what? I had to look at, what is an emo kid? God help us, I knew I would. Wait, wait. These are sensitive kids who follow emo music, dress in black, and have self-destructive tendencies. I read that, I went, oh, goths. Yeah, <laughs> right, well, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's just a new word for them, I think. And they have some pictures, I'm like, yep, those are goths. We yeah. called those goths. Nothing ever, everybody thinks they're original, they're not. No, no, it just, it gets a, a different, more uh, socially accepted name, but it's uh, pretty much all the same stuff. Yeah. Of course, we had hoods. Those were the kids who back then looked a little, you know, edgy. They'd wear like the black band t-shirts, you right. know, with yeah. some sort of like, you know, mega metal head death yeah. group or something like that, which back then was edgy and the other parents were afraid. But today you're like, yeah, whatever. Uh, that was the good music, right? Yeah. But um, back then it was edgy. So, so yeah, so not a lot has changed, but they're saying like that, that like popular kids, cheerleaders, that's kind of like, that's not as big of a deal that jocks kind of, you know, it doesn't mean you're in your own group. So I don't know, I guess it's changed. Um, Another interesting thing out today, how single woke females are reshaping the U.S. This is in uh, the um, New York Post. Mm -hmm. I've been all over this. Okay. Women, women are flipping out. I mean, I've had some of the stats just the last few weeks that have come out from Pew, Gallup. 56%, this is Pew poll, of self-described liberal women have mental illness, according to them. <laughs> They're mentally fifty. So if somebody says, hey, I'm a liberal woman, there's 56% chance she's mental. Or, or identifies as. Right, or have a diagnosed mental illness. Somebody has said she is mentally ill. Okay. I talked about this last week. I got so much email over the weekend from people saying and messaged, you know, on different social media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a thing. It's actually hip now to have a mental illness. Yeah. Because uh, that means you're a victim. Everybody wants right. to be a victim. Exactly. And that's where the, the political, cultural, social thing is going. Yes. The, so the victimization pe- of everybody. Yeah, people put their mental illness right in their profiles. And I've actually seen this on Twitter. I've seen, I mean, and, and they have groups at work and like, wow, you take your mental illness into work. That's crazy. Um, but they, <laughs> that's a good one. 
Hey, boss, I'm mentally ill. I just wanted to let you know. All right, cool. Yeah, I'm going to give you a promotion, said nobody ever. I guess, I guess maybe this generation, they do, though. Okay, and then they had the study that I was on a few weeks ago, well, a few months ago, actually now. It's been like maybe two months. Uh, 52% of women do not identify as heterosexual. Okay, that's a majority. Yeah. They're either all binary, transgender, bisexual, or lesbian. So, I mean, that right there, I mean, you just, I mean, is this generation even going to reproduce? I, I, I think it is the death of the species. Yeah, and uh, women are leading it. Now, listen to this. What is the stereotype of women, like, for all time, right? Looking for a husband, trying to find a man. Women on these dating sites. Not anymore, according to the New York Post. Women are like, eh. Quote, men are far more likely to wit than women to be on the dating market. 61% of single men said they are currently looking for a relationship or dates compared to just 38% of single women. Well, that makes sense. I mean, 52% of them are not hetero. Yeah. I was talking to my daughter about this problem. And uh, she's like, oh, I'm going to be fine. I'm going to have my pick. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess. They say that's because uh, there's less stigma, stigma attached to being signal, single and unpartnered. And um, here's the interesting part. We now have the largest percentage of women ever reaching the end of their childbearing years with no children. Um, and that's because the social stigma of being single is gone. Um, and that they're, they're, so they're saying what this is leading to is all these single women um, are dependent on the Democrat Party because they don't have a partner. And have a backup plan. Yeah, I mean, when you're married, you kind of have a backup plan, right? Well, if you True. lose your job, he's got one. He loses his job. You've got one. You'll right. hold it together somehow. Yeah. You know, but if you're single, it's all you. You yeah. know, no room for error. They need the government. Um, 68% of them. Or back to mom and dad. Yeah, nobody wants to do that. 68% of them are Democrats, single women. So this explains why Democrats are so mental, because their their big base now is crazy. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not saying that my judgment. That's literally statistics. Every time I ask this question that the text line explodes, are women going crazy? Are they nuts? Um, and Well, certainly a certain portion are. I mean, <laughs> the same thing for the male of the species. It, you know, that's just, you know. Well, no, but it's historically much higher. Um, and, it, and much more than the males, because that's the one we had the text, that, or the one we had last week, um, 46% of Generation Z self-identifies as mentally ill. I seriously 18% think, for the generation before. I seriously think it's part of it is that women are more likely to admit to it than men are. Yeah, there could be some I, of that. I think there is a, a cultural and anthropological, you know, reason for that. And that, and I do think that, and listen, I, I think it's a good thing that people are more willing to talk about their mental health. I, I, I really do. I, I think that is a, this is a good thing. I think we overemphasize it so much, but I, I still think it's a good thing that folks are able to talk about this because, you know, years ago when, when I was growing up, you never said that. You, you never talked about that. And and look, I want to be clear. I mean, you look generation after generation. There is, on average, sixteen to eighteen percent that that have a legitimate mental health oh, yeah. issue. Okay? Yeah, so, there's no question. I mean, no one's yeah. denying this. No, no, and that's not that's not what I'm talking it's about. It's just I think it is sometimes over-identified, yeah. and and oh, you know, that people who may just be having doubts about something within their life may think, oh, this is a mental illness. Not necessarily. Yeah, I mean, when forty-eight six percent of Gen Zs like, oh, I'm mentally ill. Forty-six percent. How are you going to run the country? Yeah, you're crazy. <laughs> You're nuts. And the numbers are so much higher for women. It's um, by the time they reach the age of 18, 25% have already had their first major episode of depression. It's only 9% for the boys. 
So, I mean, this is overwhelmingly a female trend. Before this generation, it was it was pretty evenly split between men and women. It's not anymore. So, I mean, women are legit going nuts um, at, in higher percentages, and it's affecting politics too. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how we fix this. I think we start by getting them off the internet. I'm not sure how to do that. Let's all take a mental health day today. Yeah, really. And do not spend it on Instagram or TikTok, or you'll just get crazier. Terrorists want it. Hear the Terror Show weekday mornings on 1063 WORD and the Odyssey app.